0: Everyone, welcome into episode four of the Blue Devil Banzer podcast. On the episode this week with us, we have women's basketball coach, Sarah Cartmill. Alongside me, as always, Jerry Riley. How are you guys doing today?
1: I'm doing I'm pretty good. good. thanks. Yeah, I mean, feels like we've only done three of these, but hey, you tell me it's four, so I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be a pretty awesome episode today. We have women's basketball coach, Sarah Cartmill on with us, um, coming on to talk about you know how the team's been doing this year and how she's doing and stuff so let's start off with that how have you been during all this stuff and how's the team been you know adapting to this crazy world that we're living in now
2: uh well thanks for having me guys i mean i i'm i'm trying to get over the fact that i made it down to like the fourth episode and i wasn't in the top three <laughs> but i'm gonna get over it i think, um, think everybody but... said that
0: when they came on like
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh you put the new guy first, but I'm I'm okay with that. Um no, I mean things things here are well. The sun is shining in Fredonia. So um, you know, I've been hanging in there. I think we're all just kind of going with the flow right now and, and trying to find positives and, and making the best of what we what we got going on. But uh, I'm doing well. The team is hanging in there. Um just looking forward to to finishing up the semester.
1: Sarah, well first of all, thanks for coming on and uh we had to, we actually drew straws and you drew the fourth straw. So I hope you're not <laughs> I I know when the semester started, it was kind of uh, all brand new to everyone. I mean, not being able, having a chance to see your student athletes and uh, they, I mean, they couldn't even get out onto a court and have pickup games. I mean, it was brand new experience for everyone. Tell us how things went at the beginning of the semester, that acclimation period. And then once you finally were able to get them into odds,
2: uh, how you transitioned into that? Yeah, the start of the semester was obviously kind of a learning curve for everyone. Um, you know, we weren't able to get them all together like we normally would. Um, we weren't able to work out with them. They weren't really able to be, kind of really be in the performance center or in the fitness center until those were opened up. So there was a lot of Zoom communication. Um, you know, I think we're all we're all over Zoom, but um, you know, we got them together when we could face to face, virtually, and um, and they really, you know, the word that I would use to describe my, my team as well as the rest of our student athletes is just resiliency. They really, um, the came, they went with all the punches, they really, um, adapted and, and have been wonderful throughout everything. Um, and then, it was, it was a blessing when we were able to get them in Dodds and see them face-to-face in small groups um, and work with them. Um, it really was almost therapeutic in a way to, to be able to be around them again and, and interact with them and, and hear how their days are going and not have to set up a you know a FaceTime call or a Zoom call and just be able to be around them. Um, I really do love my team, and, and the ability to the, have that ability taken away was, was tough, so it was it was great to be able to get back in the gym with them, um, even for short st- stints and, and just just talk. And it wasn't even about a basketball or, or, it, or anything like that. It was just the ability to, to kind of hear how they're doing and how they're holding up.
1: How about uh, the difference in the interactions between returning players who knew who you were, kind of knew, uh, know your personality, know what to expect? versus a a brand new kid who is coming to college for the first time and certainly not getting the experience she may have thought she was getting when she came to Fredonia. I mean, how, how does, how do those interactions go?
2: Yeah. um, I mean, I think the returners, obviously, as you said, know me better. Uh, They know my, my personality they know kind of what i expect um and the newcomers are kind of learning that um as they go although the relationship that myself and coach norton built with uh, these incoming freshmen is is great so they they have an idea um of what i'm about but have never been in a gym with me or or you know been through a workout with me so um, and the returners were one, have been wonderful with the in, incoming uh, student athletes as well, just helping them get um, adapted, even though this is an, unlike any freshman year that any of them ever went through um, or any freshman class in the past has ever gone through. So um, they uh, as a unit, though, they've really been great at, at staying connected as much as they can and um, and really bringing those those players into the fold as much as they can without being able to be around each other all the time.
0: So you said that, you know, your team and you have done like Zoom calls and FaceTimes and stuff like that. But like, what else have you done to keep them connected, like as teammates and stuff? Like, have you done, you know, uh, like said, like, hey, you you five people like get into a Zoom call or go on like, and have like a FaceTime or something like that? Like, what have you done to keep them connected as teammates?
2: Um, Well, once uh, once everything kind of hit in March um, and they were um, away from everyone, we we did a a handful of challenges during the summer, um, which they were split into teams. This included the incoming. Uh, student athletes once we were able to have them involved um and we split them into teams and they did they did some challenges we actually got the idea from uh coach braun and the the women's volleyball program um they did a great job of just just small challenges They, they were able to stay engaged with each other um we also have a really good leadership um core group that um has taken the initiative to to keep everyone involved and have um, have either a team Zoom or just smaller um, smaller group get-togethers um, as far as Zoom goes. Um, and then we we really rely on those upperclassmen and returners, like I said, to to really initiate some of that because um, it means more if it if it comes from a teammate. Hey, let's let's jump on a, a Zoom call. Than if it's a coach saying, Hey, we have to do this Zoom call. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's more. They're more invested in it if it's um, if it's coming from a teammate than if it's coming from a coach. But they've done a great job, really, of staying connected as much as they can without being face to face as much as they would like.
1: Has that tested your creativity? I, I know you mentioned uh, Jeff Braun helping you out, and, and uh, you know I guess coaches are always looking for ideas from other coaches, especially colleagues. But has this whole thing tested your own creativity as far as keeping them engaged?
2: No question. I think all of us as coaches in the coaching profession right now and in athletics in general um, are having to be a little bit more creative on how we connect with our student athletes. Um, you know, some people are better at social media. Some people are better at um, things such as that than others. So it has definitely made me think outside the box. And I've really relied a lot on on our team um, themselves to kind of ask them what, what they think could help connect. Cause something for me as a former student athlete, I will not give my age. Um, but as a former, <laughs> as a former student athlete, I might think something might be kind of cool and engaging, but as a 17, 18 year old uh, college student that may not, they may not agree with that, um, which is okay. I don't, I don't take it personally, um, but they, <laughs> they've done a great job of really having a pulse of the team and what, um, what would work better for their teammates than what something coach might think of.
0: So do you have anything planned for next semester? I mean, I know everything's up in the air right now with uh, athletics now canceled for this semester with pod practices and stuff like that. But considering the fact that we might be allowed to at least do practices and stuff, um, do you have like things planned or something in mind to do next semester for your team?
2: well as as jerry mentioned creativity is going to be very important um the hope the hope and plan is that we will be able to do similar workouts um small groups and team workouts with the students when they get back um and if that happens um we will be keeping it as light but competitive as we can um to and ingrained with the idea of preparing for competition and preparing for Buff State, preparing for Cortland and figuring out the game plan to help us defeat them. And that's not something we're going to have or need in our wheelhouse. We're going to have to keep our student athletes engaged and keep them wanting to fight after a loose ball when they know that Cortland's not at the other end of it on Friday. Um, So I think, um, I think it's going to take some creativity, like we said earlier, and I think it's going to take a lot of, um, a lot of effort on both ends from the student athletes and from us as coaches to kind of figure out what they need. Like, what do you guys need from us? Cause it, it's all about the experience for them. Like without games at the end of the tunnel um, I want to make it the best experience as it can be for them. Um, and that's not going to be doing, you know, drills that we might normally do to get certain things better in our game. Um, it might be, you know, a kickball game, or it might be something different, you know, just to get them engaged and be in the gym together and, and enjoying themselves. Um, it'll be, I'll be open to all ideas from, from coaches, both my colleagues here at Fredonia and my colleagues across the Suniac and the other coaches that I know just what, you know, what people are going to be doing.
1: Yeah, that kind of opens up an interesting point because uh, normally you're having practices, you're having games. Uh, from the games, you can provide feedback to your players about how they did. You can sit down with them and discuss some X's and O's, uh, you know, how you, you might do things differently, what worked. Without those games, do you envision yourself teaching as much basketball as you normally would?
2: Not as much. Um, uh, Just I think yes, as much, but probably definitely differently. I guess would be the best way to say it. Um, I think we're still going to. We still have um, skill improvement that needs to be done. We still have um, things that each individual need to get better at because we will be playing games next year following season Um, that's that's the plan and that's the hope so um, you know what we do now and what we do in February now may seem insignificant um, but in the big scheme of things it if anything on a on a different kind of a different way to look at it it really gives us all this time to get even better because we don't have to you know we don't have the games that are um, we don't the games that are going on but the improvement can still and still needs to go on so I think There'll be just as much skill work. It'll just be kind of in a different way. Um, and I think it'll be looked at in a different way because we don't have a game at the end of the week for them as student athletes to improve their craft, if you will. Well, I mean, and one, for me to get better too.
0: One thing I was thinking about if you're looking for ideas, I mean, I, me and Jerry talked about this was. Uh, if you guys did like scrimmages with like the guys' team to see who's better, guys' basketball or girls' basketball, but <laughs> I feel like Boy, that's kind of ambitious right now. I I can't
1: remember us talking about that, but if you say we did, I it
0: was I'm it was more bored. it was more me in my head having a conversation. <laughs> 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 but um. um
2: I would have to throw that uh, idea around with Coach Smiley. Um, yeah, but and obviously um, the school
0: would have to probably approve it too. But,
2: um, yeah, but I, I mean, I think, I think definitely inter-squad scrimmages, I think, are going to happen. Um, you know, we'll we'll put them together and put them in a competitive because the reason we all are in athletics, I speak for myself, maybe, but we're all competitive people and we, we want to, we want to be able to put ourselves in those types of situations. And I think not having games is, is is taking away that kind of competitive fire that we look to achieve um, or we, we love the feeling of is going to be trying to recreate that in different ways, um, but still keep it fun um, for the student athletes. Cause that's what's it's all we're here for them. And that's, that's really, I think it's always been that way, but I think even more so now um, we're all, very much aware of what their needs are and how we can help them and and how we can kind of help, help be a vehicle to, to enjoying their experience.
0: Well, going off that, like in the same vein, like, you know, like your like with the whole, your whole coaching, coaching philosophy and things like that and just strategy and stuff. I saw in your email, you know, you have at the bottom of your email signature, a quote that says we are given absolutely nothing and we we've got to earn absolutely everything it's from coach annie mccabe so i don't know can you give a little backstory on that like what does that quote mean to you and how has that you know come into your coaching style
2: um well i'll first kind of explain coach mccabe um and give you an idea of backstory of it um coach annie mccabe was a, a men's a men's soccer coach at Bard College where I where I was for a few years. Um and he, he left us too early. Uh, he passed away young. And um he that was a quote that he always used to use. And and I think, you know, I think it puts if anything, I think all of this is COVID and this pandemic and and things right now is I think it's put everything in perspective. And I think um you know we're not all promised anything, let alone a, another day. Um so I think you have to remember that and you have to, um, you have to try and put your best into every day. So you have to earn, you have to earn it. You know, it's not going to be given to us. And I think, um, I think in basketball, in the world of athletics, I think sometimes we take that for granted. Like you always assume, you know, I'm sure a lot of the student athletes that, that are in, in college athletics right now, they're thinking, they always assumed well i assume i'm gonna have another workout i'm gonna have another practice tomorrow and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna have games next season and you know that's not given that's not a given anymore so i think for me my coaching philosophy has always been um you know to hold my student athletes accountable but also be there for them when they need me so um right now that's being challenged more so than it ever has i mean i've been in the coaching profession for uh, 14 years um something like that and this is unlike any year I've ever experienced and the rest of my coaches coaching counterparts here at fredonia are feeling the same way um and you know I think we're we're learning what um how we can do our job in a different way and maybe in a better way right now because what we normally do is not enough or is not um is not part of part of the job description anymore so I think we're for me, it's always been about the student athletes, but right now it's even more so about them and, and what we can help, how we can help give them the best experience they can get here.
1: You, you talk about the experience that you're having on campus, but we all know that a major part of being a college coach is recruiting. Certainly the landscape of recruiting has changed right along with everything else. Uh, yet, I know your office being down the hall from mine, it seems like you and, Coach Norton have a steady stream of recruits coming on the campus. Maybe it's not maybe not as steady as normal, but there are people coming on the campus. Uh how has uh the pandemic uh, uh how have you changed your approach to recruiting?
2: Um, well, there's been a lot. We've been blessed, we've been very lucky for Donia. Um Fredonia as a campus and our admissions has done a wonderful job of keeping our campus open and allowing us to to have student athletes and their families visit campus. And we're so thankful for that um, because there are some counterparts um, in our league that just aren't able to do that right now um, or in, in our state or in our region. So we're very lucky to be able to bring student athletes and their families on campus. Um, and I think the ever since this hit um and we weren't able to so baby basically in march when we normally would be out recruiting in person and a lot through the summer we do a lot of recruiting in the summer and go to a lot of tournaments between may and july um that not being um a part of the equation i think the relationship building and the communication via zoom facetime phone calls you know whatever avenue that we've needed to use um and i think Because of that, um, I think the relationships that are being built with some of these recruits are almost a little bit better than they normally would be, um, just because um, we don't have the the ability to go see them, um, so we have to make contact in some way, Um, and it's it's amazing the difference, but at the same time, I I feel like we're in a very good place with recruiting. We have a a number of student athletes that we're really excited about um, that have been able to be on campus, some that we're still working on getting on campus, but um, I think you can watch a lot of film, you can talk to a lot of coaches, um, and you you can get a sense of a student athlete um, without seeing them in person, and I think it's put it's put a light on how important the relationship building part of recruiting is for me personally with me and, and coach Norton. Um, we've, we've really put a lot of effort into, into that. And we have had a lot of student athletes on campus. So we're excited about that. And, you know, hopefully we can continue with that process and, and feel good about the recruiting class that we bring in for, for next fall.
1: I know, I know a lot of coaches get, unsolicited videos from prospective Uh, student-athletes. First of all, have you gotten a lot of those over the years? And uh, does the new climate kind of open that up even more for uh, uh, somebody out there, uh, prospective student-athlete, to send you a a video? And, And would you encourage something like that?
2: Um, yes, I have. I have received uh, numerous um, of those videos and emails um, throughout the year and throughout my career. Um, and I always encourage student athletes to send those. Um, I, I don't ever, it doesn't ever hurt to send a video. Um, and so if there's prospective student athletes listening to this podcast, um, always send coaches video. send us info, send us information about yourself. Um, let us know it's, it's being a self advocate is really important. So um, for us, I, we love getting videos. Um, you know, if we watch the video, and we don't think you're a good fit for our program. We're going to let you know that we're going to say, we appreciate your time. And um, but you know, you're not a good fit. And if they are a fit, a number of our, our current recruited student athletes reached out initially, um, especially the way things are right now. If, if god forbid things don't work out and some of these student athletes don't have a senior year um or a junior year basketball wise um we still want to know who they are so we can make a connection and and hopefully start that relationship if that's if that's something that is good for both of us um but yeah i mean sending coaches video is, is always a good idea. Um, you know, that's our, that's our job. And it's, it's something different right now because it's mostly video and we can't get out to see them in person, but um, it's always encouraged to, to send it out. Um, send it to coach Norton, He's you can get him at Norton at Fredonia <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. You send it to anyone, send it to either of us. Uh, we, we encourage it.
0: <laughs> well, sticking in that same vein, um, you know, your roster has a couple out of state players on it. Has it been like a part of a conscious decision to find players in Pennsylvania or Ohio, or is it more of the case, of like those players sending you these videos and reaching out to you or do you guys go and like recruit in those areas?
2: Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, uh... Ge- Geographically, it really makes sense for us to go um, go west and south to Pennsylvania and Ohio um, because we compete a lot with our fellow SUNYAC schools um, who are all to the east of us, obviously. So um, sometimes it can be difficult to get a, a student athlete that is from the Rochester area or the Syracuse area to get away from a Brockport or a Geneseo or a, a Cortland, um, whereas if we recruit a student athlete from the Pittsburgh area, Um, you know, we're only a few hours from them, but we don't have, there's no SUNYACs between Pittsburgh and us. So um, it kind of gives us a little bit of a niche sometimes to, um, to seek out those, um, those student athletes. So it's both, we seek out um, Ohio and Pennsylvania student athletes for sure. Um, And campus has done a wonderful job again with missions of, of allowing us to um, offer some financial help to students from those states, from Pennsylvania and Ohio in particular, um, and just trying to, trying to get those those student athletes and those geographical areas to campus so um we love it we love going to ohio all virtually right now obviously but ohio and pennsylvania and finding the different pockets and different connections that we can make um in those areas as well as obviously our new york state student athletes um we're all over rochester syracuse north country westchester anywhere we can find student athletes but yeah it has been an effort on our part to um go west and south to those states and see what, um, see what hidden gems we can find.
0: Well, yeah. And speaking more, even more to that, when you recruit a player, are you looking for one that fits your system or do you adapt your system to fit the strengths of the player? Like, I mean, looking at all these other areas, I'm sure That everyone, like if you're getting a player from Ohio and a player from Pennsylvania, they might be completely different in the style of play. I mean, every player is unique in their own way. So like, how do you, um, how do you figure out if they're going to fit your scheme or if you're going to have to adapt your scheme a little bit to make them fit?
2: Man, these are tough questions. I was not given these beforehand. These are I'm these are hard. No, that's okay. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think I there is a certain type of student athlete and certain um, aspects of their game and their personalities that I I seek. Um, I, I really love kids that are really competitive, naturally competitive, hate to lose. Um, you know, just don't want to give in to any anything or anyone, um, and that that kind of hard nosed blue collar type player is the type that I really love to coach, but I also know that I need to work around the student athletes that I have. So um, I, there's a certain, I guess there's a certain kind of framework of a student athlete that I love, but I also know that they come in a lot of different packages. So we don't, you know, we don't, we don't keep our focus too narrow when it comes to that either. Um, so it kind of, it, I like to adjust and take advantage of what we have, um, you know, currently on our roster, we have a couple, um, you know, post players in in that can take advantage of being out in the perimeter. So we take advantage of that. Um, you know, in the past, Anna Chacha who just graduated, she was kind of a bigger guard, taller guard. So we were able to utilize her inside more than maybe you would a normal guard. So it just kind of, um, cater to what we have but also know that there is definitely a framework of a type of student athlete that i love to work with um that we try to bring in um but i add adapting to that um and what we we end up having on our roster is important as well that's why i get paid the big bucks you know i get <laughs> i make these these adjustments and you know that's that's <laughs> basically it right there <laughs> yeah
1: well, I mean, first of all, I'm gonna apologize for the tough questions. I told Josh to kind of take it easy
2: on you.
0: But... <laughs> There's no
2: softballs. No softballs have been thrown thus far. Well, I'll tell
0: you what. Until I get my answer, I'll keep going. Right. <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you what, we're
1: we're gonna we're gonna finish off with with, with an easier one then, okay? Okay. And is, uh, no, I'm all
2: for it. I like to be challenged.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give you one that you, you kind of enjoy. I, I know that uh Having followed your social media and seeing the sort of the things that you put up, the memes and all the little different things you you always have there, you're, you're always having fun with something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you, is I mean, how big has social media come become as a tool for recruiting and uh, retention?
2: He's buttering me up because he wants. He's he might be recruiting me for some uh, work down the road. I know. What? I know where he's at. Um, you, you saw I, right
1: through me. You saw right. through me. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know. I know. You're a recruiter. I got it. Um, yeah. No, I mean social media is a is a a really for me. It's a fun part of recruiting. Um, I'm in no no by no means um, very great at social media, but I do enjoy it, and I think it is a nice way to. Um, prospective student athletes kind of get an idea of my personality, too. Um, I think they um, they can give a sense that I don't like to take things too seriously, and I, I just you know it's it's a fun way for them to see into our program a little bit, and also sometimes showcase our student athletes. You know, do Instagram takeovers or, or things like that, so they get a glimpse into um, what our student athletes are doing. So um, I, I I truly enjoy it. Um, it's fun. It's a nice it's a nice to break from the monotony of of some other things that go on in day to day so um i'm i'm all i'm all about it riles if you need me i i you can utilize my amazing social media skills uh amazing
1: amazing i mean i just (laughs) i'm i'm right down the hall i know where i mean i know where to find you so yeah i mean i i definitely have been uh entertained by it by that's yourself. all that matters so. you know what
2: that's that's the point of it so as long as we get we get views and we get people to smile that's all that really matters
0: i mean hey i might need to start using you for the instagram for the podcast here i mean i gotta oh, start geez. promoting no. this No, <laughs> no. no. There's, other, there's many other
2: people that are better at what at social media at a, of a younger age i'm sure than <laughs> myself but well, uh, hey, i do enjoy has, it
0: this has been great thank you so much for coming on i mean this is awesome to pick your brain a little bit here and get to you know, get to know your coaching style and, and what you've been doing and stuff like that. It's great to hear what you've been doing with the team. And it sounds like there's going to be a uh, quite the season next year. Once we get back to all this, hopefully everything gets back to normal by then.
2: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, anytime, anytime you want to sit down and chat, I I'm all for questions about uh, tough questions, even, so, <laughs> um, but I've enjoyed it. It's fun to talk about and think about, um, you know, our student athletes, we have a great group here at Fredonia. Um, they're like I said, they, their resilience during this time has been extremely impressive. So we're, we as coaches are really lucky to, to have them.
0: Sarah, thanks again.
2: Yeah, no problem guys.
0: I think that wraps up episode number four of the blue devil banter podcast. Catch you guys next week.